Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. I had, past tense, had, two friends who just seemed to be getting crap from life, or that's how they interpreted it. They thought they were always getting the short end of the stick, the short straw, uh, whatever, whatever little analogy you want to use. And both of them had a really tough time maintaining relationships with friends and, and with family. Both had a lot of frustrations in their careers, and they were never quite satisfied with where they lived. One hated her condo and wished she had never sold her house. The other sold her house and then didn't like her apartment. They both moved to different cities that they wound up not liking. And I'm telling you, the list just kept going on and on and on. And they're past tense friends because I got compassion fatigue. I just, I ran out of emotional energy for dealing with them. And they just felt like they were getting the worst out of life. I still remember a conversation where, but before I tell you about the conversation, I also have to tell you, they were both to me pretty self-centered and had a little narcissism, but okay, I had to tell you that. And I still remember this conversation where I was really down about some family situations. And one of these women responded to me by saying, Joe, things always work out for you. That's what she said. Now I'm crying my heart out, feeling like my world is falling apart. And she said, Joe, things always work out for you. And then she went back to talking about her career and her problems. So here's what I realized by watching those two women and and watching people like them. You get as good as you give in this life and in this world. So if you're always speaking the language of complaint, You can't be anything other than miserable. If you look for the worst in others and in the world, you're going to find it because it's there. So this podcast is a short mental tune-up for me and for you. And my premise is simple. If we can change what we're giving, we can change what we're getting. The law of attraction says that positive thoughts bring positive results and negative thoughts bring negative results. Now, of course, I know it's not that simplistic. Horrific things happen to even the most positive people. However, because of their disposition and their chosen disposition, because disposition is a choice, they're able to put horrible stuff in perspective. I want to give you an example of what I, what I mean. My friend KP has two kids. In 2019, her son was about, I don't know, 18 18 or 19 at the time, and he was diagnosed with some sort of cancer. And I can't remember which cancer, but it was stage three. So he had to go through chemo, radiation, and all sorts of other stuff that made him sick and made him lose weight and made him lose his appetite. He was just sick for several months. And not too long before his cancer diagnosis, KP buried her dad. He wasn't sick for that long, and he seemed to be recovering well, and then Boom, he had a heart attack and he died. Then, after that, and the son's cancer, her her daughter got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. 
But the most amazing thing about KP is that in the midst of all these things, she believed for the best. She believed her son would be healed and her daughter would be helped. She just defined what she was going through, each one of these things as a hurdle. And she keeps inspiring me because she always asks me to tell her three things I'm grateful for. Seriously, in the midst of all this, all that she's been going through in in life, she still calls my attention to gratitude. And it's so interesting to me that in the midst of everything that happened and is still happening, she is the most grateful person that I know. Another thing I've observed about her circle of friends is that they're all really affirming people. They ask about each other's well-being. They pray for each other. They create small opportunities to spread joy. They're all givers. They give of their time, their talents, and their treasures. They've got sincere commitments to their families, their faith, and their communities. So here's what I figured out by watching KP. Even in the darkest situations, I have to choose joy. Choose joy. And if I can make that choice internally, I can spread it externally. And the reverse is true. If I can't find joy and I'm swamped by life's sorrows and losses, that's the energy that I'm going to exude. So let's walk through five steps for changing what we're giving and getting. Step one is to find other joy spreaders and become immersed with and by them. It's easy to find joy seekers, but those people are not always joy spreaders. Often they're people who want to be around positive people, but they don't really bring positive energy. Worse than them are the joy stealers. These are the people whose negative energy oozes from them, permeates the interaction, and they are just snatching our joy. I don't wish people like this any ill will, but I also do not allow them in my life. I know happiness and joy are contagious. Since I know that, I unconsciously absorb from those around me. I'm careful to keep the right influencers in my circle. We've got a reason, a right, and a responsibility to be very selective about who we let into our lives. We also have the right to usher people out. Step two, be mindful. I mean, wake up and pay attention to your life. When I'm not mindful, it's easy for me to forget to be grateful. When I'm not mindful, it's easy for me to let other people drain my energy. When I'm not mindful, I'm less careful about nutrition. I'm less careful about fitness. When I'm not mindful, I will tell you that I am more critical of other people and I'm more critical of myself. Mindfulness allows me to be fully present at each moment. You know, when you think about it, it really allows us to focus on feelings. Uh, Dr. Carla Nomberg has this quick technique for practicing mindfulness. It's called SNACK, S-N-A-C-K. Stop what you're doing. Notice what you're experiencing, feeling, seeing, hearing, smelling. Acknowledge what you're experiencing. And that means accepting where you are at that moment. 
curiously question yourself without judgment about what you're experiencing. Kindly respond to your observations. That means don't berate yourself. I like her snack model for mindfulness because it's easy to remember and pretty easy to do once you internalize it. Let me move to step three, ground your spirit. I believe the energy we put into the world comes from a reservoir deep, 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 deep within us. And that reservoir has to be cleaned out so that what it stores is affirming and life enhancing. Having a spiritual foundation is what makes all of that possible. Doesn't matter what your faith is. It does matter that you nurture your spirit in whatever manner suits you. Maybe in time in nature, it may be prayer, it may be meditation, it may be chanting, just do what works for you. Don't overlook the importance of this powerful, unseen force in our lives. Create your own unique practices for nourishing your inner being, your your spirit being. Let me get to step four. And step four is to believe. Believe first in something greater than yourself. Now, for me, it's God. Um, And then you have to believe in yourself. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're equipped for a time such as this. Believe in your limitless potential. You may need to begin by using affirmations to help boost your belief in yourself. It helps to be surrounded by people who believe in you, who see the best in you. But believing is more than just believing in yourself. It's also about believing in others, about having faith in the goodness, in the good intentions of others. Believing is about having confidence that other people come with goodwill and they come with good intentions. Faith in our fellow humans can be hard after betrayals and after disappointments, but it's so necessary to have that belief that other people are good. It's that belief that eliminates cynicism and suspicion. Step five, and this is my last step, is to seek the silver lining. Clouds, rain, disasters, diseases, they're inevitable. In order to be a joy spreader, In order to change what you've been getting and giving, you have to see the silver lining. And sometimes you got to get out some silver paint and paint a silver lining. This means looking for the bright spot to ease the burden. It means looking for the lessons to relieve some of the distress. This means gently transforming our thought process to move from points of despair to places of hope. And nobody said this was easy. I remember that when my mother died, there was no silver lining. When four very close, close, close and dear friends died, there was no silver lining. Absolutely none. But as time passed, I began praying prayers of thanksgiving. I thanked God and I still thank him for my mother's life, for her love and for her guidance. I started thanking him that I had those friends for as long as I did. I thanked him for their lives and for their contributions to my life. But let's be clear. We all know that finding the silver lining is a tough task. It's doable, but it's hard. So here's a quick review 
of change what you're giving, change what you're getting. Five steps that I hope you'll try. Find the joy spreaders. Be mindful. Ground your spirit. Believe. Seek the silver lining or paint it yourself. I have to remind myself of these five steps to maintain a positive focus. Test them, try them, and repeat. Test them, try them, and repeat. You can change what you're giving and change what you're getting. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar 